Happy New Year and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, January 4th, 2021. Can you believe it, guys? We made it to a new year. So excited to be here with you all. So excited for a brand new year. So excited for brand new content and conversations throughout this year. And before we hop into today's convo, I want to take a quick second to say thank you to everybody who's tuning in to this episode, whether you are new or whether you are returning. Thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you for listening in. I just want to give you all a heads up and let you know that this podcast would not be possible without you and your support. So whatever you do, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you might be listening on and make sure that you share this out with somebody as well who you feel like can use it, right? So with the Between the Dream podcast, obviously the goal of this podcast is to really enlighten dreamers, those who um, are pursuing their dreams and goals in whatever facet that might be. But rather than just doing typical general motivation, right, I love to be able to really dive into the mental and emotional aspects of when we're pursuing our dreams and our goals, right? Practical things that we can do on a day-to-day that will help us in that pursuit, some things that come up in our lives, things that we've got to deal with. All of that is what you will find here within the Between the Dream podcast. And I am so excited for what we have this year with the podcast. So many of you all don't know, some of you all do, but of course, you know now, um, on January 21st of 2021, I will be releasing my seventh book titled, Uh, The 31 Days of Power, A Simplified Approach to Everyday Mental Health. So excited for you all to get a look in to this book. And it won't just be through you reading it. Obviously, I want you to go to my website, richardtaylorjr.com, pre-order yours now. But beyond just reading it, we're going to be having conversations from each one of these 31 days, right? 31 chapters focused on so many different conversations around so many parts of the mental health realm, right? But the goal is to simplify the conversation, right? I talked about practicality within this podcast, and that's what I like to stick to with my work as a whole. So this book is going to be super practical when it comes to ways, practices, things that we can do within the immediate time to help us in our daily mental health, right? And it doesn't mean that we're going through a struggle. A lot of this will be preventative or what I like to call um, proactivity, right? I tell people all the time, right? I'd rather you be proactive in your mental health than reactive. And unfortunately for so long with what we've seen and what's gone on, many people have tend to be um, reactive, right? We, we respond once something happens. And then by then, sometimes, unfortunately, it can be too late. So the goal as we move forward in everything that we do with this new book, with these conversations is, hey, how can I make sure I'm being proactive in this approach with what I'm doing? And that's what we're going to kick this conversation off with today. So the first chapter, the first day of this new book of the 31 Days of Power focuses on this idea that I've been putting out to you all now for the last two years, which is that we all have a mental health, right? And I want to take it a step deeper, right? Because of the fact that we all have a mental health. I think that there are several things that we've got to be mindful of when it comes to this new year. So I'm not going to go the whole new year resolution route with this conversation, right? But what I will say is that with this notion that we all have a mental health and because we are starting off this new year very strong, instead of resolutions, I want to actually get you in the mindset of um, being resilient 
through the proper planning channels right now and just preparation as a whole because whether it's you trying to lose weight whether it's you starting a new business venture a new job maybe you're walking into a new season where you are a brand new parent or maybe you're just elevating the work that you've already been in the reality is is that um, for whatever it is that we're doing we need to make sure that we are not only well balanced, but I think well aware of everything that we have going on and everything that we're about to get into. And so I got three quick points that I wanna give you all today when it comes to things that you can do to make sure that you are taking care of your mental health and acknowledging your mental health during this time frame, excuse me, and during this process of whatever it is you might be making a resolution to in 2021, right? And so a lot of times what we don't realize is that the battle is is always typically won within the mind, right? We, we look a lot of times at the physical aspect. We look at what we bring to the table from a talent aspect. And those portions are cool. But the reality is, is that a lot of times there does come a point where the things that got us there won't always be able to keep us there, right? Um, you could be as talented as you want to. You can be as amazing and, and skilled as you want to be. But I know so many people who rest on the laurels of that and that alone. And what they tend to find out is that even though they had all the talent and skill, mentally they weren't able to stay there. Whether this comes from a lack of belief in oneself whether this comes from, you know, somebody getting lazy and resting on the laurels that they had within talent and skill, whatever it might be, there are certain things that keep us from moving and elevating to the next level. And I think beyond just moving and elevating to the next level, next level, excuse me, there, I mean, for, for some of us, it's just a matter of being good consistently and where we are, right? We slip up in that a lot of times because of the fact that we miss steps and that we rest on things that we shouldn't, right? So today in this whole notion of we all have a mental health, right? This is not a bad thing. I talk about this in the book, right? I tell the readers how this is something that we all have, but it doesn't mean that we all have the issues that come with it, right? Just because you have a mental health doesn't mean that you have mental health issues. When I say that we all have a mental health, what I'm essentially saying is that we all have a, a mind, we all have emotions, the same way that we all have a physical health, we have a body that has a ton of joints, ligaments, organ, organs, excuse me, and everything in between that cause it to function properly. It is the exact same way with our mental, right? It doesn't mean that you have issues. Now, hear me out. One of the things that we will find ourselves coming across, though, is that issues can arise like physically when we're not taking care of ourselves, when we are not making the proper investments into our body, when we're damaging our body. What happens? We can find out sometimes that we have, you know, physical issues, physical ailments that come along and our mental is no different. If we're not taking care, if we're not being precautious or proactive within our mental health ahead of time, what tends to happen is, is that we will see issues arise later on. And here's the thing, even if you are in a space where you are dealing with mental health issues, or maybe you are, um, issues are arising in your life, it doesn't make you any less than, it doesn't take away from the amazing person that you are. It's simply to say, hey, 
I've got some things that I need to pay a closer attention to, take a deeper look at, but then also make a, a an intentional investment into so that I can make sure that I'm on top of my game the way that I'm supposed to be. So I got three quick things that I want to give you all when it comes to this, right? Having a mental health is a beautiful thing, right? And I just want this to kind of set the tone in the foundation. That is the idea of it, even in the book. We all have a mental health has been so helpful with the groups that I've been working with, whether high school age students, college age students, or even on the corporate level. It, we as humans have the... Um, innate nature a lot of times to judge people when we see their problems taking place in front of us. And it's a lot easier for us to judge folks when they can't see the mess that we're going through, right? So when we see their mental health on display, it's very easy for us to kind of point the finger. And I just want to, I want to let you know that one of the beauties of this whole, we all have a mental health conversation has been the reality that it has caused people to, instead of pointing the finger at the next person, to take a deeper look at themselves, understanding that just because they haven't been triggered in this moment into certain things that would put their mental health and maybe some of the issues on display, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? And so it's been really, really good in helping to, um, I guess you could say, combat some of that shame that would normally come when we talk about mental health, right? Because we all have it. We are now evening the playing field that says, hey, because we all have it, maybe I need to chill out on how I would treat other people. And this leads me into the second point of what I've noticed this being able to accomplish as well is that it has built a better bridge to empathy with a lot of the groups that I've been working with, a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations that I've been having with people. And I wanted to do the same thing here. We must understand that because we all have a mental health and because it can be so easy to see somebody's mental health from a standpoint of problems, issues, illnesses um, arise, that it, it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to walk alongside of that person and to help them and to see them as human, to not judge or ridicule them, but to empathize with them, understanding that, yo, they've been triggered and ticked in the right ways. And just because I haven't doesn't mean that I have the opportunity now to, um, I, I, what's the word that I want to say, to arrogantly open my mouth and cast judgment upon them, right? And so I think this is something that we can be very, very mindful of. So look, three quick points that I want to give you when it comes to, hey, you've identified the fact that you have a mental health and this isn't a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. How can you now be um, intentional with your mental health moving into 2021 with all of your goals, with all of your resolutions and everything else. Three quick things that I want to give you and we're out of here. The first question is actually, what's your plan of action, right? When it comes to uh, this new year, this new you and everything else in between, typically it's followed by some kind of plan of action. And I just want to encourage you all in this, right? Consider what it is that you want to do specifically around your mental health, right? When it comes to maybe some of the traumas that you've dealt with in the past, how do you plan on healing? How do you plan on um, maybe embracing a deeper level of healing? How do you plan on addressing your trauma? Is this the year that you go see a therapist? Is it time to go and seek out help? Whatever that might be. Um, I think this one is so important. The second question that I want to ask you, what are the areas, um, or I guess I can say what areas will um, you have to take precaution in or kind of be on alert when it comes to specifically things that trigger your mental health, whether good or bad, right? 
What precautions will you have to take? Are there certain boundaries that need to be set around certain people, family members, friends, coworkers, employers, whatever the case might be, um, even in your relationship, asking these kind of questions? What are some precautionary steps that I can take ahead of time? Or what are some precautionary measures that I can really start looking into that will help me in moments where I might be potentially walking into a space that could either trigger me or that could pull me into to something ugly, i.e. nobody knew, you know, in January of 2020 that by March things would be different. Folks would lose their job. COVID would run rampant. All of these things would happen, right? So what I'm saying is, is that because we don't necessarily know what the future holds in the regards when it comes to life and some of the unexpected things, what are some precautions we can take now when it comes to properly investing into our mental health? That way, no matter what arises, we are in a place and a position to where we are able to stand firm and strong and not allow this thing to beat us up or take us out of the equation. And then my final thought for you all is what is your mental preparation on a day-to-day, right? Mental preparation can look like so many different things, right? And it, it doesn't have to be the same thing each week too. Sometimes the mental preparation can be dealing with, you know, the imposter syndrome, right? For those of you all that might be moving into a new position or into something greater this year, and maybe you feel like, do I really belong here? Am I am I really a part? Do I be- deserve this seat at the table? For some of you all, mental preparation might simply be looking like in the process of you healing, and maybe you are going to see a therapist this year. Mental preparation can look like that day-to-day practice of what's one good thing that I can tell myself today that I can be reminded of or go back to when things get hard. Mental preparation can look like, what do I need to tell myself as I get ready to go embark upon this physical fitness journey to get into a better space of health for you know the longevity of life and everything that it has to come. Mental preparation can look different for each of us, right? One size fits all is not a thing when we talk about our mental health and some of the practices that come with it. But what I will say is that with the practices that come, it doesn't hurt to practice until you figure out what works for you, right? So what is your mental preparation when it comes to being able to deal with some of the challenges, right? And in the mental preparation, having that understanding that it's actually placing you in a a winning position, so to speak, because it's allowing you to kind of have the tools in advance, even if problems aren't around you right now. These are three things that I want you all to consider this week as we go into the first full week of the, the year of 2021. And I, I just want you all to take this and, and run with it because I think it's going to be so important when we talk about being able to set foundations for our lives, not only in this month, but in the months to come throughout this year when different things arise, whatever it might be, I just want you to know that we all have a mental health and that's not a bad thing. The same way that we all have a physical health, right? It's how we take care of it that really starts to determine the route that it goes and things that we can see from it, right? So look, I wanna encourage you all this year, take care of your mental health. And then I also wanna encourage you all, make sure you jump on that pre-order train right now. Head over to richardtaylorjr.com. If this was helpful to you, listen, understand that this is just scratching the surface for this new book. I am so excited for it, right? 31 days full of different conversations around different forms and facets of mental health, right? Talking about the general portions of mental health. We're diving into anxiety and suicide. Gonna be talking about mental health with leaders, whether in the business realm, 
realm or even in ministry, right? Talking about how to support our spouse or our partner with the mental health piece, right? There's so much here. And I personally believe that there is something for everyone. So listen, do me a favor, jump on board, get that pre-order in right now, richardtaylorjr.com. Or if you are going to be pre-ordering the ebook, you can pre-order it on Kindle. Now hear me out. This isn't just a typical book. 31 days, 31 chapters, call it what you please. At the end of each day, I'm asking some really solid questions. And you've got about two to three pages worth of space just to write out thoughts, right? To be able to start journaling. And I want to encourage this. This will actually be a part of another conversation on mental health. But I want to encourage the part of the physical book when it comes to being able to take that time to write, to journal, to reflect. And this is why. One of the things that we will find out when it comes to our mental health and at the things that we struggle with in life or go through is that journaling, writing, not saying it's got to be a big novel, but even the small bits can actually help us to identify patterns in our own lives, things that we go through that we might have missed and everything in between. So I want you all to be mindful of that. Right. Go get your pre-order in. Um, you will have your physical copy in hand by January 21st. That is the official release date. So early pre-orders that go all the way until the 15th of this month will be getting theirs by either on or before uh, January 21st. Um, but definitely feel free to pre-order at any time. Look, get a copy for yourself, a copy for somebody else, and make sure you share this. This is about to be an exciting year. I don't want you all to miss out. I am going to make sure I oversimplify the conversation of mental health so that no one is left behind, so that no one feels like a black sheep, that no one feels like an outcast, and that we all understand that we play a part in the betterment of the mental health of ourselves, the people around us, and those that we've yet to come in contact with. Don't forget you can follow me, Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr., uh, Twitter, at TrulyTaylorMade, and of course, RichardTaylorJr.com is the website. As always, you're not losing in life, you're not failing, you are simply between the dream. Here's to an amazing 2021. Talk to you all soon.